Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Oh, hold for applause. It's so nice to hear. Just always a reminder that you can watch me on my YouTube channel, The Tony Soto Show. I record on Tuesdays at 11 on Pacific Time. Um, and uh, you can always go to thetonysotoshow.com. Get some merch. Holidays are right around the corner. Uh, you can you can see all all the podcasts to do. Website's cute, you know. Shout out to Dan Poliak, you know. She really did the thing. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone's doing fine. Um, I feel like uh, everything out here in LA is uh, the weather is beautiful. Like it is the it is. Um, what is it? Oh, Thanksgiving week. That's right. Thanksgiving week. Everyone's about to go and travel and see their racist family and try to pretend like they all love each other. You know, there's going to be people out there well into their 30s that still kiss their parents on the mouth. You know who you are. You're weird. You're weird. But it's the holidays. So I'm not one to judge. I am not one to judge. Uh, what your all families do. All I know is that uh, I recently have been in the midst of a family that loves each other. And, uh, you know, I like my cold, distant relationship from my family. <laughs> you know, I think, I think sometimes things work uh, for families that don't may, maybe not work for others. And I like the distance. I think it, I think it works just fine. Um, because here's the thing, I feel like if I lived in the town that I grew up in and was like still amongst my relatives and whatnot, I would be all up in their business. I would. I'd be uh, and I'd be all up in their business telling them what they could do better. But all the while, I'm also still in Clinton. So why the hell does my opinion matter? You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, I'm still there too. But yeah, it's the holiday season. Holidays, 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 uh, Thanksgiving. I, I like Thanksgiving. Um, I, you know, Thanksgiving is the only holiday that I would like to uh, to host. Like that is if, if I lived in a, in a in a in a space that wasn't just a room, um, I would I would host Thanksgiving only because. I like a leftover from Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving is the only food uh, holiday. Thanksgiving and Christmas is like the only holiday food that I would like eat leftovers of. You know what I mean? I'm not a big leftover fan in my life, in my real life. I don't like leftovers all that much. So, but I like a turkey sandwich. I like a post-holiday turkey sandwich. You know, I like to uh, reheat mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, but I don't host uh, Thanksgiving. And I'm not really one to take to-go plates with me from the place. So then I end up, or or I'm in Portland visiting my good Judy Luke um, and his husband, Chris, uh, because that's kind of like where I prefer to spend my Thanksgivings. Not this year, obviously, but yes, that's where I like to be. So, uh, but I don't get any leftovers then either. Cause you know, then I'm just on a fucking plane back to LA with no leftovers. And I'm sitting in my house with no leftovers, no turkey sandwiches for Tony Soto. And that's wrong. 
So if you're in LA and you have uh, leftovers and you do leftover situations, invite me over. I'll come and eat a turkey sandwich. But y'all got to have that good mayonnaise. Don't have Miracle Whip. It's weird. Miracle Whip people. We were a Miracle Whip family for a while. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why we are a Miracle Whip. Like, like, give me the helmets, you know? Anyway. Oh, here's some uh, program notes. Remember, this is uh, an ap- next week is the last episode of season eight of the Tony Soto Show. We are going in to our ninth, my ninth year doing this podcast. And uh, uh, wow. And I, and I, I want to do some changes. So uh, stay tuned for some for, for some future endeavors. I'm thinking about everything is in my, my is in brain mode right now. So you know how much weed I smoke. So you know how fast that's going. But uh, um. In the meantime, so in a next Sunday uh, is my birthday, everybody. That's right. I turned 44, 44 years old. Oh, just plugging through these 40s. My God. You know, one of these days, you're all going to fucking uh, look down and then look back at me and I'm going to be some old, decrepit man. It's coming. like, But just chugging through the 40s, going fast. 44. Um, and... Uh, you know what? What, what we're going to do here on on my birthday is I'm going to talk about it this week and next week because uh, uh, y'all, you should really contribute to the Tony Soto uh, Run Away from Forty uh, Fund, which is you know this is going to be the last time of the year of 2023 that I need to go and get. A, re- a redo on my face. I need, I need some Botox and I need some, I need some uh, micro needling. And that's pretty much it. And listen, I've, so, so, so between now and December 2nd, which is the day that I have to go and get my work done, uh, help me pay for it. Venmo me, the Tony Soto show. Uh, help me out. It's not that, it's not that much money. And if you enjoy the Tony Soto show, listen, I do this for you almost every week. And I'm going to, and in, in season nine, I promise you, this show is going to, we, we are going to go back to, uh, uh, we're, we're going to go back to in studio stuff again. Like I'm, I want people in my space again. So we're, we are, we're, we're going to work on that. So stay tuned. But so in the meantime, it's my birthday. So you should really um, show me how much you appreciate me by Venmoing me money. So that way I can go and get my face done. Um, Because look, I'm handling aging. I truly am. I really am. And I don't ask for a lot. (laughs) But just Venmo me some money between now and December 2nd. The Tony Soto Show on Venmo. Send me whatever you can. Pre-birthday. Listen, I'm not going to bombard you on my birthday. I'm going to quietly enter 44. All right? With my mouth shut. All right? Like all old people should. Just quietly age. Keep your mouth shut. and Don't depress the youth. So I'm not going to bombard you on the 3rd of December with, hey, hey, look at me, send me your nudes and your Venmos. Just do it now. Between now and December 2nd, you should Venmo me at the Tony Soto Show. (laughs) And hell, throw in a nude. (laughs) Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) 
I, I don't know. 44. It's not a, it's not a, it's not an age that it's not, it's not, you know, that's an age you limp into now, I guess now, now I'm thinking about it. It's like, well, what are the important milestones of age now? Um, and I would imagine it's just five year increments. It's like, if you make it five years, bravo bitch. Cause that's not easy. Well, that's not easy. This day and age in this economy. No, <laughs> it's not easy. Um, but anyway, happy birthday to me. It's coming. Cannot believe that. Uh, December 3rd, 1979. That was a great year. It was a good year. It's a great date. Sagittarius's are the best. So yeah, send me some birthday money between now and December 2nd. Then mommy at the Tony Soto show. Anyway, uh, if Meatball can sell her car, <laughs> Meatball can sell her car on this t- on the Tony Soto show, which she did, by the way. I don't think it was as a result of this show, but she definitely talked about it for multiple episodes. I enjoy that meatball. Uh, she is like one of the queens that I like to go and drink with socially. And then just get really drunk and then just yell at each other at the bar and make people who we are with uncomfortable. <laughs> people will be like, are they friends? We are friends. <clears throat> um, speaking of big gay things. I want to say a big R.I.P. Rest in peace to one of the first gay bars that I ever got kicked out of. <laughs> one of the first gay bars that I, no, I think are honestly the only gay bar in all of Chicago um, that I ever got kicked out of, and just an iconic space. And I can't believe I got the news that. Uh, Berlin in Chicago, uh, from what I hear, is officially closed. Now that's wild. Let me just let me just paint a picture for you, uh, listeners across the across the globe. If uh, you've never been to Chicago um, and have never been to Berlin, now when I moved to Chicago in two thousand two, Berlin was like it was it was just the it was like the coolest bar that you wanted to go to, but also one that you weren't like, if you weren't in Berlin and a little nervous and like, you weren't having a good time at Berlin because like (laughs) Berlin was like, like it was like a goth bar. It was like a, a trans sex worker bar. It was like a, punk bar it was like a twinkie faggot bar it was like a muscle dad like it was just every fucking body that you could think of on this on the spectrum of lgbtq plus the you know the allies and the whatnots like it was it was open till four every day except for on saturdays when it was open till five you know what i mean like it was what it is it's just, um, I, you, you know, Berlin was one of those bars that you would get very, very drunk in, um, and then uh, you would leave, and uh, it would be, uh, the sun would be out, you know what I mean? The sun would be out, and you'd be going 
uh, to a diner and you'd fucking just be pissed drunk. Uh, R.I.P. Berlin. And here's the thing. And I don't know a lot about what's happening here with Berlin, uh, but I've gotten some like back loose information you know how i actively listen listeners not very very well but like like but but berlin has been a discussion within my sphere uh in the last uh i guess week or so because i was just in illinois not that long ago was i talking to chicago people about berlin but anyway from what i gather it was like the pandemic hit them hard but then, like, the employees were asking for benefits uh, from a bar that was struggling financially. So, and and I don't know. Look, look, I I think that I think that you have to work a certain amount of hours to get benefits if at any job. And I don't know that the people that were asking for it were. And I don't know. Like I said, very distant on this. So I'm not trying to rock any boats. And you know, I don't want anyone to be like that is not what happened because maybe it wasn't. You know, but all I'm saying is. A fucking gay bar isn't really the job you go to if you're looking for 401k and fucking benefits. (laughs) However, I will say when I worked at the Lucky Horseshoe, shout out to Lucky Horseshoe, love you forever, and in Chicago, uh, when like there was like a changing of the guard and they were bringing in newer management, you know, um, uh, they not only made it so that we had insurance, but they also paid for all of us to quit smoking cigarettes at the time so their insurance would be cheaper. So so they're like, listen, listen, we have found a way that we can give you insurance. I mean, we I, I was a full-time bartender at that point. You know what I mean? I was there fucking a lot. Um and they're like, we're going to give you this insurance, but uh, you all have to quit fucking smoking cigarettes because uh, it's so much more expensive if you're all a bunch of smokers. So, And and I did. I quit smoking for like, you know, uh, I don't know, three years, I think, for that for that go. And honestly, I, I took the Chantix and I was drinking brown liquor at that time. And that almost drove me to the suicide. And that is just listen, listen, true tea. If you're trying to quit smoking, I, I recommend the chantix, but here, either way, you're gonna get depressed. So so A, don't drink any liquor, don't drink while you're on the chantix. And if you if you don't drink on the chantix, you're still gonna get depressed. So just be mindful of that. Because <laughs> I've taken ch- chantix twice and it's worked both times, but both times I did in fact want to kill myself. Um anyway, really <laughs> I do not know how. I went from Berlin to Chantix. Oh, insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame that like, uh, it's a shame when any iconic uh, institution closes down. And Berlin was a space that allowed you to come in no matter your gender identity your expressions like who you fuck what you fucked how you looked fat skinny um it it was a it was a space that you know you know i don't like that tranica drag queen but it was a space as a result of that tranica drag queen that allowed for a lot of drag queens to showcase their talent there 
and even post that Tranica drag queen. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's a sh- I haven't been in years. <laughs> I haven't been in years, but I'm going to tell you the moments that I had at Berlin, if they're not foggy, you didn't do it. And that's what I like. You know, I like, I like that, that kind of thing is, is multi-generational. It's like, there's always going to be places. Well, I don't know, maybe not millennials. They say millennials and zennials seem a lot younger millennials and zennials. And even younger than that seem very like less apt to, 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 go places but like i'm glad that i still live within a time where i can be like oh my god like oh if you remember that you didn't do that you know what i mean like it's very it's very vintage it's a very vintage feel so r.i.p berlin that's a shame don't take your gay spaces for granted y'all you know i say this because I host a weekly show in West Hollywood, which I was duped. I thought that was a fun neighborhood. Um, um, and, uh, you know, you do a weekly show that is free for anyone to come. And uh, the unwritten rule for a free show in my day and age. Oh, that's right. She's 44. Venmo me some money. Um but it, I say things like that now in my day and age. There's an unwritten rule that if you come to a free show, that you need to buy at least three drinks. You need to walk out with the buzz. You know what I mean? Or I guess if you're sober, like really jacked up on Red Bull or whatever, bottled water. I don't know. But you're not off the hook, sober Sally's. And here's the thing. Like I mentioned ages ago, I didn't know about sober people hanging out at bars until I moved to Los Angeles, California, because in Chicago, everyone was just drunk, you know, I can't believe it. I don't know that I met any recovering alcoholics that would hang out at a bar in Chicago during my day, because in my day, we like to drink a lot of booze. And if that's not triggering, I don't know what is. I mean, like my breath smelled like Jameson for fucking probably uh, seven years. Of the 13 that I lived there. And then I switched to vodka by the end because I was trying to lighten up. So it wasn't until I got to LA that I was like, um, I met someone and I tried to buy him a drink. Uh, and they were like, oh, no, 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 I don't drink. And I was like, oh, that's weird. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sober. And I was like, oh, like by choice? And I'm like, no, no, I'm an alcoholic. And I was like, what are you doing in here? They did kiss me pretty hard. And I was like, oh, you're just trying to taste that fuck. <laughs> that is insensitive, Tony Soto. You shut up. Um, you know, hey, can we talk about something? So, like, listen, I, I've said this a few times in life, I believe. The reason why politicians on the right and left, make no mistake, want to uh get rid of tiktok is because it is a fucking medium and it's probably it's it's problematic within itself i don't know why everyone's all up in arms it's like it's just as problematic as facebook and whatnot they still censor they still do all that kind of shit but um 
they don't want us to see that shit. Uh, they don't want us to have the TikToks because they don't want us to see shit that we are seeing on the TikToks. And here's the thing. I'm so tired of talking about war at this moment. And I know that is a very privileged statement to say, but I'll be back on it. Don't worry. I'm going to be back on my bullshit. However, like I'm thinking more local because I have just seen so much shit where cops are fucking awful. You know what? We still have a huge, I do not know why we think that we can go around other places and tell them how they can live when there is just so much destruction within our own borders that it is insane. Like, I have been watching the news. You know, I'm on this Disney boycott, which, God, I, it's getting hard. It's getting harder, y'all. I, I can quit a lot of things. I can quit a lot of things. I can, I, I, I you know, I, it, it's, it's, I feel like I spend my gay money uh, responsibly a lot of the time. I will boycott. I'm fine with boycotting. I love it. Like, I haven't fucking bought a Domino's pizza in ages. I haven't been to McDonald's in ages. I haven't fucking had a Burger King in ages. Something about that satanic mouse that it's not, I am not a Disney gay. I am not. I am not. But they hire the right local news people that are just beautiful to look at in their own rights. They are charismatic. They are interesting. You know, they have they have the Kelly and the Mark, which we know I love. Since all my children days, I've loved them. And they have the goddamn view, which, God, you know, I love. It's hard. This was, That was getting hard. That's what, that was getting hard. I'm going to be honest to y'all. Why was I going into that? Oh, wait. <laughs> why, why did I talk? I'm, I'm smoking some very, very potent marijuana. Are y'all watching? I brought back the Perfectly Blunt because shout out to California Street Cannabis Company in San Francisco. Um, uh, they were down here uh, for, the ho- for a, a birthday party and they brought me a whole bunch of weed, which was very nice. Um, and so uh, I'm doing some reviews again. That's fun. Oh. But anyway, I don't know how I got to the Disney thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm boycotting. Right. But um, what, what I'm seeing on social media these days right now is like, like, cops are just fucking useless. Has anyone like, like, can we focus more energy on all cops are bad? Because I feel like, um, first of all, they always ask you to do their jobs. I don't know how many times I'm sitting here listening to a news story uh and they're like uh cops want your help they're like oh if you have any information for play it's like what in the fuck are you here for like why don't we just do a bunch of community action then like, i don't understand why we just don't have community representatives holding down the fucking fort uh and making sure neighborhoods what, what do we need cops for if you're always needing our help and then you have the gall to fucking abuse citizens when you don't even you don't even know how to do your own work. That's why they have a show called First uh, uh, First Forty Eight. I'd like to know the statistics on First Forty Eight, and I'm sure that's an easy Google search that I'll never do. But like, how many on the whole series of First Forty Eight, which is you know real murders? The whole thing is they say if they don't if they don't solve a murder in forty eight hours, there's a good chance it's going to be a cold case uh, for infinity because cops are like, well, I don't know because you know not enough people from the community told on each other, so they don't know anything because they weren't fucking there. Ah, such a scam. 
But I was watching on the uh, TikTok some play. Oh, it was Kenosha, Wisconsin. Shock, right? Let's not be surprised. Kenosha, Wisconsin. There was this car uh, theft. Someone, someone had stolen a car, and then uh, um, they got out of the car and they hid in a Denny's, I think. And this, then this black family, this gentleman and this woman and, and and their baby, the gentleman is holding his baby, come into the Denny's to get dinner or breakfast, whatever. And then the cops, instead of A, first looking in the bathroom to see if there's someone in there squatting in a, in a fucking stall, they approached the fucking uh, family uh, with the baby and then ultimately accosted the guy as he was holding his fucking kid. And these cops think that, like, 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 it's it's so funny. They're called civil servants because they work for us. Our tax dollars go to pay them, and I think that that is literally lost on. Because here's the thing: you don't have to respect a police officer, them literally, but they have to respect you because you're their boss. Truthfully, <clears throat> they should be yes, no, sir, and boots. But it's like, what do they do? They just want more money to get more tanks so that way they can fucking break up protests more? You want to militarize a bunch of fucking yokels who get six weeks of fucking training? All cops are bad. Make no mistake. I mean, that, and that's the one thing that I think... I, I think that, like, <laughs> uh, police departments should be way more up in arms about fucking uh, TikTok than politicians should be because I see them looking like pieces of shit all the fucking time. Ugh. But I'm learning now. Like, look, I don't do a lot of driving, but I do get pulled over sometimes when I do drive, uh, especially if I'm driving a long distance. And I'm learning on things that I'm going to do. Like, uh-uh, that window is only going down an inch uh-uh. And I'm and I am putting my fucking driver's license on the thing. They can use their pen and write my shit down. They don't gotta hold that fucking thing. Oh, you wanna scan it? Okay, I'll fucking turn it around, you son of a bitch. Fucking cops. Uh did y'all do y'all saw that see that racing thing that happened in Vegas? Um apparently that was so so I don't know what it is. Uh, but it's like a big racing thing where they literally put, I think, 14 miles of track <laughs> around the fucking city of Los Angeles or Las Vegas. And I don't know if you've ever been to Las Vegas, but it, that city barely works as it is. Like the it is it is why you can't just cross the street in Vegas. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know what you do off strip. I don't go there um, because I feel like off strip would be it, 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 if you've ever been to Vegas and you're not depressed by being on the strip, I could just imagine off strip is probably even more depressing. But um, they put this big old racing track all throughout Vegas, and it was the first race of a 10 year contract. So look out, Vegas, you got nine more years of this bullshit. But here's the thing, and here's why I'm talking about this, and only why I'm talking about this. A, it's such an elitist fucking bullshit thing to do. Like there, I, I I saw videos of like people 
uh, walking through where they could walk through as that fucking atro- atrocity was uh, was planted down into the city. And they they had made it so you couldn't see shit. They don't want looky-loos. And I get that. You don't want looky-loos. You want people to pay that money, corporate greed, capitalist, blah, blah, blah. But man, they were like yelling at people who are just trying to stand and catch a glimpse. It was It's just so fucking ugly. And not to mention that. B, they cut trees down. It, it, and look, they were those trees were probably not uh, uh, there for centuries, but it's like when you alter, when you have to remove uh, uh, eco shit, oxygen, something that sucks up the CO two. I don't know anything. If that has to be destroyed out of nowhere. Then that's a bad planning, um, and B, you better put up three more or four more elsewhere. And I don't know. And I'm not talking palm trees, you know. Oh my God, I think I just turned my timer off, so I don't really know how many times or how much longer I have. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Oh, and then yeah, but but fuck that racing thing in Vegas. Like honestly, what are we doing? Like what are we doing? What what are we doing as a, like 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 the amount of distractions that I feel like we are just, they're just trying to pile on us. Y'all got to stay focused about things. And and it's getting way, way more difficult because here's the thing. There's just so much that you have to fucking be worried about because it's not going to get any better because we're not fixing anything. Uh, Y'all, we should be nervous about the climate change. Climate change is a fucking big fucking deal right now. I read an article that they have bloomage of the two indigenous plants to Antarctica are like in massive bloom right now. Uh, more bloom than they should be in. Too much bloom. And there was this scientist that's saying that then that opens uh, opens up for bloomage of uh, invasive species and shit like this. And like, look, I, it's like, like the the uh, the the world, the globe's temperature actually hit the temperature threshold that they are saying. And I, it was, I don't, it was only for a certain amount of time, but it did hit the threshold temperature. The globe did, the world that 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 if it goes past that then it's uh it's a uh, a disaster it's a it's a disaster and the thing is it's like but then you always hear but scientists say say there's still time <laughs> okay <laughs> all right cool 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 well when are scientists going to start saying we're out of it because it's got to be soon because I'm going to be 44, and I've been hearing there's still time, but it feels like we're getting less and less time. I don't know. Anyway, y'all, remember, we're celebrating my birthday by sending me some Venmos. <laughs> At the Tony Soder Show on Venmo, very easy to do, and I'd be very appreciative. Um, uh, and other than that, we're done for now. We're done for today. Uh, this was literally a commercial for my birthday and only my birthday um, because uh, there's only one more show after this. And then I'm going to not be back until next year. So get it while you can, bitches. Um, uh, remember, I am Tony Soto Productions on Instagram. If you want to see anything that I'm doing in drag, 
we have a semi-final coming up for Battle Babies, and then the finale is coming up on December 13th. My God. Um, and uh, ooh, our special guest judge on the for the finale is going to be the uh, amazing Pheromone. So uh, that's going to be exciting and fun. I love her so much. Um, and yeah, if you just want to see what I'm doing on social media, then I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and TikTok. I'll be back again next week for the final show of season eight. Goodbye.